Welcome to the Neo News Today podcast. I am your host, Dylan, of Neo News Today. In episode 38 of the NNT pod, I had a chance to sit down and speak with Vincent, the founder of Ghost Market and Neo Economy. Ghost Market is a non-fungible token marketplace that supports assets from multiple blockchains, and Neo Economy is a market capitalization platform built for the Neo ecosystem. In this conversation, Vincent and I chatted at length about why he chose to build Ghost Market, what makes it unique, and collaborating with developers from multiple ecosystems. We also got to talk about his background in the NEO ecosystem, as well as what excites him most about the upcoming NEO 3 release. So I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. Hey guys, Dylan with the NEO News Today podcast. Today we are speaking with Vincent, the founder of NEO Economy and most recently Ghost Market, a cross-chain non-fungible token marketplace. How are you doing today, Vincent? Oh, hi, Dylan. I'm uh, very good today and uh, very happy to be here. Yeah, it's awesome to have you on the podcast. We've been peers with through NEO News Today and in the NEO ecosystem for two and a half years now. Uh, yes, it's been two years already. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I think I think I'm doing quite a lot in a new ecosystem, and um, basically I've been involved in a lot of different aspects, mostly new new economy at first. But like you said, um, most recently I've been focusing on a new type of project, which is a cross-chain NFT marketplace. Absolutely, and we're going to go into that in a minute, but. Um, like I had done a couple years ago and a few others on our team had done earlier this year, you went from a full-time career, um, in, in, in another industry and you went what Tyler from COZ and Moonlight calls YOLO crypto. So can you tell us a little bit about what your work background is and then what got you interested in the Neo ecosystem? (laughs) Yolo crypto, I like that idea. Yeah, it sounds about what I did, correct. So like six months ago, um, I transitioned from a full-time network architect position um, to a consultant slash independent blockchain developer, should I say, um, on a wide range of projects, whether some are on my own or helping others like with Neo News Today. And I think it's a very good thing to do. I've been dabbling and involved in, um, I don't know, three or four projects for the past four years in blockchain, but it was always a hobby. And mostly I was doing that at night, <laughs> like when my family was asleep. So from midnight to three, four a.m., which is good, but at the same time, it's not sustainable. So <laughs> at one point I said, okay, why don't I give this a try? Um, I have some money set aside. Uh, This is something I love to do. Um, And it's about time, you know, because it's 2020. If there's one time to start blockchain stuff, it's it's not in 10 years. For sure. So before we kind of go into ghost market, I do want to just pick your brain a little bit. What was it about the NEO ecosystem that you were interested in versus any other blockchain platform or other blockchain ecosystems? So it's it's 100% the tech. So basically, when I first got involved into blockchain, it was, I don't know, five-ish years ago. 
and uh, as a hobby, but still I was very interested in mostly everything tech related. So the whole cryptographic, um, ledger, uh, immutability, all that kind of things. And I was quite interesting in, in, in Ethereum, you know. But then I was like, um, do we have other chains doing the same thing? And it just made sense. Anchor was just started. Concept was very interested, interesting. And it was the only chain back then quite similar and quite promising. Mm. So that's how I started learning about Neo and uh, back then. And since then, I never looked back. <laughs> I mean, I did, but uh, there's nothing which comes close to it. Yeah, yes. I mean, the Neo ecosystem is really uh, blessed to have you because you've been... You've been one of the longest now. You've been one of the longest running folks in the ecosystem who have just been testing things like the DAPI standard, which I want to talk about in a little bit. Uh, building neo economy, uh, which I we might be able to get to. But um, in the most recent neo monthly report for July, uh, part of the ecosystem that they spoke about was that this new non fungible token marketplace called Ghost Market was launched, and that was a project that you spearheaded. Uh, along with a team of, I believe, three other part-time developers. So before we go any further, can just in your words, can you tell us what Ghost Market is? So basically, it's it's a powerful and complete NFT explorer slash marketplace. So it's a a platform where you get to see, um, buy, discover, sell, whatever you want anything NFT related. And the whole idea behind it is that uh, there are other tools like this in the market, uh, but most focus on a single blockchain. And uh, I I, I think you can guess based on what NEO delivered recently and will be delivering soon, the focus is now on interoperability. So it just made sense, you know, why start a new, the third, fourth, or fifth NFT marketplace, uh, custom-made for a chain. Instead, why don't we do something unique which can um, bring all chain together, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's the whole idea behind it. The the major downside is that it's way more complex (laughs) because even if some... Uh, we can talk about that later, but even if some NFT standards are pretty similar, all chains have their own specificities, you know. So we had to design and think of something quite generic and quite scalable, uh, and it's not that easy. Maybe that's why it didn't exist yet. Right. So would you say that kind of what makes Ghost Market more unique from other non-fungible token marketplaces right now is that it's cross-chain? Are there any other features or applications that you've included in the platform that also separate it from other marketplaces? Yeah. So um, just to clarify, I did the choice to call it a cross-chain marketplace. For now, what it means, at least in my mind, is um, it integrates multiple chains. That's how I see cross-chain. The plan is later, not that later, but maybe a few months at top, um, the idea is to be able to swap NFT from one chain to another. So at this point, it will truly be a cross-chain NFT marketplace. For now, it's more like a multi-chain, but everything is... Uh, tied together. So, for example, you have an account page, you can connect all your um, accounts from any chain, 
and you have a unique view. Everything is aggregated. You don't have to, to go to one place to see your Neo wallet and another place to see your Phantasma wallet. It's combined. So it's, uh, so it's cross slash multi-chain wallet, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you mentioned... Um Phantasma chain. So I guess uh, I, I first want to talk about uh, what were the efforts of collaboration within the Neo ecosystem like? Um, what was it like, if any, uh, coordinating with developers in the ecosystem uh, to maybe help you integrate any sort of Neo and um, facets into the um, multiple blockchain supported uh, marketplace? And conversely, what was that like with Phantasma as well? So for Phantasma, it was quite simple, uh, mostly because uh, our team, uh, we are a team of four people. I'm the only one full-time, but we have three other people which are doing this on the side for now. And all of these four people, two of them are Phantasma core developer. So it's very easy. We basically design kind of the NFT standard on Phantasma. So if we needed to make change, it's not like we had to ask approval or whatever. We, we made the change ourselves. <laughs> so this part is easy. Um, for Neo, it's a bit more tricky and it took us quite some time. It's not even fully finished. So basically, until Neo 3 uh, comes out, there's no unification in terms of NFT, mostly because uh, exactly like ETH, uh, there was a chain first, and then some standards added to it. So we have currently uh, on new, I don't know, maybe five, six-ish project with NFT, um, except a few more test stuff, but a real project with NFT uh, and quite a lot of NFT, we have five or six. And basically, all of them are their own specificities. Some are following the new standard, kind of, some are uh, really following it and some have their own complete uh, customized implementation. So it's a real pain in the ass <laughs> to implement them for now. Starting with Neo3, um, all projects should or will support the uh, Neo standard, but for now, they don't. So basically, to integrate new projects uh, currently, we had to customize uh, integration for all of them. That's the tricky part. Uh, is it worth it? I don't know, because it's it's a lot of work for one project. But at the same time, this is what allowed us to, to build something very generic and uh, future-proof, you know? Yeah, has the, has the NGD team in Shanghai uh, picked your brain about what these levels of effort were when building an NFT marketplace for the various projects that are in the ecosystem? Um. Not so much, to be honest, but it's more like because we didn't need to. Uh, they helped us in terms of getting in touch with some project we didn't um, have contact with. But like I said, we're talking about four or five projects. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's spread it to uh, 20 projects. Um, the tricky part is that for now, some features are missing in Neo 2. So... To integrate some NFT contract, you have to know exactly what's in the contract. So we had to chat with developers and uh, so that they have to explain us, okay, this function somehow does this, this one does this, we are checking this event. It's a bit technical, nothing complex, but it's custom made for them. And we have to know what they're using if we want to integrate them, since it was not following properly a standard. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, I remember when, I guess, gosh, it's uh, 2018 maybe now, when the DAPI standard came out uh, in the NEO ecosystem. You were one of the first people that I remember that was doing a lot of testing of that just on NEO economy side. So how does Ghost Market integrate NEO's DAPI standard? And while you were working on the Ghost Market platform, did you make any contributions to any GitHub conversations or repos surrounding the DAPI standard for NEO? So back to your point about uh, 2018, that's correct. Uh, this is something I've been helping all uh, three back then. I think it was November slash December 20. 18, I can't remember. Anyway, when, when they started working on it, because it's uh, something started by um, O3 at first, which has since then been integrated as a, a true standard into new uh, proposals. Um, so anyway, yes, I was the first to uh, deploy a DAP using a NEO DAPI. And this is actually something I presented with them on um, NEO uh, DEFCON in Seattle. We had a, a quick demo of what was feasible, and I presented my first application, which was basically just a, an easy way to connect and check your wallets uh, using the API. Nothing fancy, but it worked. So, and since then, I have had like I don't know four or five mini mini websites using um, this technology, and Ghost Market is using the same. So basically, new the API is very very simple to use. It's just a way to. You have a DAP, you have a, a wallet supported, uh, supporting this uh, DAPI, and it sits in between. So the whole idea is that you, as a DAP provider, don't get to care or um, handle all the security stuff of connecting a wallet, signing stuff, and all the, um, the issues that come with it. Like, you don't want to be... Uh, um, responsible for user <laughs> loss of funds or whatever. So anyway, this is done by wallets because this is what they do best. As a, as a DAP, uh, like Ghost Market, like Ghost Market, as a DAP provider, you just want to connect to a wallet. You don't care what it does. So yes, currently we support uh, all new uh, Net12 12 enabled wallets. So we have four or five already. And if any wallet add uh, Net12 support in the future, it will be added automatically. Nothing to change for us. Cool. And just for our listeners' sake, what are the Neo wallets that are um, compatible with Ghost Market right now? Yeah, so um, I'd say the most well-known one would be O3. <laughs> they started the DAPI, so it makes sense. And then we have Neoline, um, which supports fully as a DAPI. Um, there's also Neo Login, which is a bit different because it's not a wallet per se. It's more... Um, a login uh, the API kind of so you don't get to download anything that's a whole um, business um, vision mm -hmm. <laughs> you just log in and anyway so we have a new login and then we have uh, we had Timo but I'm not sure it's fully supported uh, still uh, it's working on ghost market actually but I'm not I'm not sure it's still uh, in development <laughs> gotcha um, so and I know that Neon is working on uh, integrating the API in the short, mid-term. So same thing. As soon as it supports the API, we can add it. Cool. So that's kind of um, some of the next steps for the platform. Um, beyond Phantasma and Neo, what other blockchains are you interested in integrating support for on Ghost Market? 
Yes. So I'd say any blockchain with smart contract and NFT standard can be added. That's a, the quick answer. Uh, the long answer is we need to to respond to user needs, you know. So um, one thing which we were focusing on at first was maybe adding ontology because it's exactly the same as Neo on a lot of aspects, especially everything uh, API related, GAPI related, and um, wallet connection address scheme is the same. It's based on Neo model. So it just made sense. But at the same time, when you take a look at current state of NFT on ontology, it doesn't make sense <laughs> currently because they had only like one project and it, it, I think it's been abandoned. It was like Hyper Dragons, I think, and it's not even in use anymore. I think developers stopped developing it. So do we want to spend, I don't know, two, two three weeks slash one month uh, to integrate it so that it's ready? Sure. But is it a good thing to do? I'm not sure. So anyway, all, all that to say currently our focus is integrating ETH. Um, I'd say we are 50% there. So we have all the front end slash wallet connection. Everything is done. What we are missing currently is a smart contract. Mm. And all kind of consideration related to the current state of ETH with uh, gas fees and such. This is one thing I hate about ETH. It's not a blockchain made for NFT at all. For a lot of of different reasons, I I can give a few. uh, Gas fee, for example. (laughs) Uh, block finality, so waiting 10 minutes plus for a transfer, it's not cool. And you have limitation per um, transfer. I think on ETH, you can transfer up to 30 NFTs at once, not more. Um, anyway, there are quite a few limitations. For sure, it's the most used, non at the moment, uh, used blockchain at the moment. But to me, it doesn't make sense to heavily rely on them. We will add them and it's our short-term focus, but it shouldn't be our only focus. Yeah, that's really interesting to hear from your perspective. You're a dApp developer. You're actually using um, these smart contracts and various different blockchains uh, practically. And oftentimes I tout that one of NEO's benefits is its 100% finality. So it's really interesting to hear um, just somebody who's a builder to use a, a specific use case for why that finality is so important. Um, I kind of want to shift the conversation for our last few moments towards yeah. Neo 3. Um, sure. You've been, like I mentioned earlier, you've been consistently building in this ecosystem at this point as long as anyone who's, who's stuck around in blockchain. And you've tinkered with all sorts of different aspects of Neo and you've built many different little mini websites. So... From your perspective, as somebody who's witnessed the sort of progress that the blockchain has made, and you've also contributed, what is some of um, what are some of your perspectives about the changes that Neo Three is going to bring, and maybe what excites you the most? Yeah, uh, so I'd say pretty much everything excites me the most for <laughs> Neo Three. Like there are so many new features and such. I don't know, UTXO removal is a big one. Um, having been forced to use UTXO for current ghost market. Uh, it's a pain in the ass to deal with, with smart contracts. Um, I knew that, but I didn't have to play with it before because I never had a 
proper smart contract on Neo, but now that we have one, I can tell you that dealing with uh, uh, Neo and gas on smart contract is a different beast. <laughs> so in a sense, it was good because we, we learned a lot, but at the same time, <laughs> it's for nothing because it's, it, it's gone soon. <laughs> so that's one thing. I, I'd say all those stuff are um, the whole plethora of tools and um, stuff built by uh, NGD and others, of course. Um, I don't know, the uh, token designer, time travel debugger, uh, all that kind of stuff. It, it's really awesome. I, I, I'm maybe biased. I, I'm too neo-involved, but I don't see that on other ecosystem. And to be honest, if there's one thing which brings mass, mass adoption, that's exactly what, what it is. It, it's needed for onboarding new dev, especially uh, non-blockchain enabled dev, this is the kind of stuff we need. So it's perfect. And when you add, I don't know, uh, oracles and um, cross-chain protocols, uh, I mean, it's icing on the cake. So you just kind of touched upon this, but I want to end this interview with this last question. Um, and maybe maybe you can provide some, some new insight. But what is something from somebody who's not inside the NEO ecosystem what is something that you think might surprise them um, about the NEO ecosystem who, for folks who aren't familiar with it? Um, do you mean technically or in terms of infrastructure or? Just like one thing that you think uh, somebody who's a developer in Ethereum who hasn't ever looked at NEO or hasn't ever done any deep dive into the documentation and tools, what's one thing that you think might surprise them? Um, it's a tricky question. <laughs> Not one thing. There are many things. I don't know. Maybe up to Neo three would be uh, the free TX transfer, which is what's um, making Neo so powerful and sometimes killing it when there's congestion. But it, it's a powerful tool. Like especially you now with the whole uh, DeFi crazy hype, and you get to pay. $25 per transfer, and then you're back to NEO, and it costs you either zero or uh, 0.1 or whatever it is, gas. Uh, it's, you can't even compare the two, you know? And on top of that, it's a single block finality. So uh, for as a dApp developer, you don't even have to care, okay, I have a transaction, but I have to confirm it. So I have to check it has what, 5, 10, 15 blocks uh, confirmed. You don't care. If you see a TX, it's confirmed, done. That's it. You don't even have to implement the whole logic to, to retry or recheck the transaction. That's the whole concept of using uh, DBFT as a consensus. It's a single block finality. And that's a, to me, it's a ultimate consensus because of that. Awesome. Well, Vincent, uh, it was a pleasure to have you join the Neo News Today podcast to talk about Ghost Market and some of your other ventures in the ecosystem. Uh, there was a lot of topics I wanted to bring up, but we just didn't have the time. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Dylan, for uh, inviting me here today. Absolutely. Looking forward to having you on another podcast sometime in the future. Thank you, awesome. Have a good day, Dylan. Cheers. Well, what did you think of that conversation? It was awesome to hear about Vincent's multi-year journey from hobbyist to full-time blockchain developer, that Neo's unique technology was what initially allured him to the platform, and why he has continued to develop in the Neo ecosystem. 
It was also really interesting to learn more about his background in testing NEO standards and integrating support for those standards into the ghost market, NFT, Explorer, and Marketplace. And on the topic of NEO3, of course, it's always inspiring to hear a developer say something like, pretty much everything excites me about NEO3. To keep up to date with the latest in the NEO ecosystem, visit www.neonewstoday.com. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our channels on YouTube, Apple iTunes, and or Spotify. And leave a five-star review if you think others should hear our content. Every subscription and review helps others learn more about the Neo News Today podcast and the Neo ecosystem. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Neo News Today podcast, and we look forward to catching you next time.